Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. All praise be to Allah, the Lord of the Worlds. Over 100 episodes, almost 40 different ethnic backgrounds, living in almost 30 different countries. In just two seasons, the Niqabi Diaries podcast has brought you the stories of Muslim women across the globe. Women united in sisterhood by their commitment to the Deen of Islam. Welcome to season three of the Naqabi Diaries podcast, where, inshallah, we will continue to bring you the stories of the women behind the veil. The Naqabi Diaries, our experiences, our perspectives, our voices. I'm your host, Samar, and thank you for listening. Please don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, sister. How are you? Walaikum assalam, rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu, alhamdulillah, I'm good, how about you? Alhamdulillah, excellent, jazakallah khair for joining us today on the Naqabi Diaries for season three, alhamdulillah, barakallahu feekum. So sisters, if you could um, if you could please introduce yourself for the listeners and tell us a little bit about what you do, inshallah. Yeah, first of all, thank you for having me here, and my name is Marwa. I turned 20 this year and I'm based and raised on Taka, Bangladesh. Moreover, I'm a student currently doing my major in English and also a content writer in a youth organization. Uh, well, I would like to introduce myself with my interests and hobbies. I guess that will be better. So I'm passionate about teaching, painting with colors, and learning more about my deen according to Quran and Sunnah, Insh- alhamdulillah. So, yes. Alhamdulillah. MashaAllah al So sister, could you tell us about your Islamic background? How did you get to start wearing the niqab? Yes. So what made me want to wear the niqab? Before answering this question, I would like to answer that how I started wearing the hijab. Okay. Yes. So, um, uh, okay. So let me start it from the very beginning. Um, I started wearing the hijab as a teenager at the age of 13 because at that young age, I believed, I only believed that it was my, as a Muslim girl, and I was, um, uh, I, I, I really want to pick a point here that I was never forced to it because I grew up in a society and a family in Bangladesh where wearing the hijab was the norm and I was never something that was looked down, looked down or discouraged. So I all, uh, but um, it wasn't always uh, all rainbows and butterflies, right? So I always struggled with the idea of hijab, but growing up, uh, growing up, um, I realized that one thing uh, uh, about the hijab, uh, it's been it's been more than seven or eight years I'm, I'm, I'm with hijab. And when I started thinking about wearing the niqab after finishing high school and after finishing high school and it's been, alhamdulillah, uh, one and a half uh, years, uh, uh, one and a half years, yes. So. As, um, my faith in God and one of my close friends encouraged me through it. And I was at the at the very first, I was very nervous and curious about it because I was worried about uh, about what my family would say. So I kept on shrugging it off. And whenever I wore it, I but whenever I wore it, I felt that tranquility and peace. So I didn't, uh, at first time, I didn't consult anyone's opinion that what they would say or stuff when deciding to cover my face, not even my parents. So I even, I remember the first day I had to wear niqab out in public. 
I was, um, it was, it was maybe in 2020, uh, it was maybe in 2019, yeah, in 2019, um, in December, yeah, December, accurately, so I didn't consult, as I said, I didn't consult anyone's opinion, but one of my friends, she encouraged, and she, she's also a Nikabi, so yeah. for me, it was my personal jihad, and I remember the first day I had to wear niqab, as I said, out in public, I was simply afraid of judgments, and, and judgments like uh, it was a beginning, right? So they were surprised, and it wasn't easy for them or, or for others in my family, because um, alhamdulillah that um, other um, the other members of my uh, the other female members of my family are uh, do practice hijab, but uh, I guess <laughs> I guess I'm the only one who uh, who is practicing an niqab at a very young age. Alhamdulillah, all praise to God. So how old so, was you? Uh, how old was it you when you started wearing it? Um, it was um, 18. I was 18. Okay. I was 18. Right. Alhamdulillah. Uh, so, um, and. Yeah, so this is all I started niqab. Mashallah, mashallah, sister. That's really good. So what do you what do you feel that your initial challenges was? Because it was a big jihad for you. So what, what did you what did you how, which way do you feel like it was a jihad? Like what was your practice? Yes, yes. Uh, yes, a question might all arise that will there be challenges or any struggles? I will say, of course, I will say, of course, I will tell you one thing for sure. It's all worth it. When I put it on, I think about how on the day of Kiyama, when the sun will be scorching hot and maybe because I strove and work hard in this dunya, Allah will grant me Jannah. Uh, what can, subhanAllah, what could be better than that? So that maybe just maybe a family member will um, will admire it and took it to, into into Islam more closely. That at the end it um at the end of it all I have hope that Allah will have mercy on me and I will be in Jannah narrating this very incident to my friends as far as best memory. So mm -hmm. the struggles I will say that it was um as I said that I was I, I was um nervous and I, wa I was uh, simply afraid of judgments mm -hmm. because I was I, I was I clearly remember those incidents or of um, my duas of my duas well while in sujood I used to make continuous duas that um, do um, um, that was was a thing you know that was was a thing I mean you, you get that continuous what's what's that, that you you look good without niqab and stuff mm -hmm. uh, your Sundays are not in niqab why are you in niqab and stuff why this veil and etc so i i made continuously uh, continuously dua that and i believe um i've passed almost yes it's a little time but i have passed almost half an um two years with it practicing it with faithfully so I believe I can continue it. Um, I continue it uh, with it, inshallah. And the struggles are all. The, these are struggles for me. That was was a thing, and the judgment. So yeah. So what would you feel that really helped you to get past that? Sorry, coming. Uh, can I come again? What do you feel helped you to get past those kind of, you know, anxieties and the wasfuses that you was having? Yes. Mm. Um, I still remember an incident that my mother said to me once when um, I was just sitting in, um, 
in my chair and she suddenly came and said me that Marwa, uh, whatever you're doing is only for the sake of Allah and I believe on you and I believe that you will constant, um, you will, you can carry this. This is a way of Parda, which is only for the sake of Allah and do not pay heed to any others and you will do well. If it's for the sake of Allah, you will do well. But if it's for the sake of people, judgments, and other stuff, then um, then she was giving me those hints, Jay, uh, that uh, you can't. Um, I mean, you can't. You can't continue if it's for the sake of people. But you can continue if you uh, if it's for the sake of Allah. So that was my motivation of my mother that she gave me that time that uh, pray a lot, pray for your, uh, pray for your, um, uh, pray for your iman, pray for your purda uh, to your Lord and your Lord will answer. Mm -hmm. And there is an ayah um, uh, in Surah Duha that, and he, he found, he found you lost and guided you. This ayah was, is one of my favorite because um, I feel this ayah from the bottom of my heart. So, yeah, this is all. Alhamdulillah. So it, it's, it's nice that you mention that about your mother because it's one of the blessings having a, mashallah, righteous mother that she would encourage you, you know, and, and give you strength, yes. you know, to back you up with, with making this decision, Alhamdulillah. She gave me a way of motivation. She gave yes. me a way, um, a way of hope that no, Marwa, you can do it. Just give your best to it. Yes, subhanAllah. So I wanted to ask, have you ever faced any abuse for wearing the niqab at all? No, not at all. In fact, when I first wear niqab, wore niqab, that time my parents, my both of my father and mother, were so surprised. And uh, like my father came and uh, saw me in niqab and he was like, mashallah, and I always wanted you to do this kind of purda. And she, he really appreciated me. Alhamdulillah, I'm, I'm really blessed for having such parents for, and they always supported me. They, they, both of them said one thing that you don't need to worry about what others say, what others say yeah. to you. This is, this is, um, your, you have to, um, you have to, yeah, you have to continue it. So it's all up to you. Alhamdulillah. So, um, since, um, since you're, you've got support from your family, um, are there other members of your family who also wear the niqab or are there other members who've maybe started wearing the niqab since you started wearing it? Uh, not really my other members in my family, but there is one of my friends. Mm -hmm. um, I, I would like to mention her name. Her name is Ramisa. She um, recently, she, uh, it was maybe yesterday, yes, yesterday she texted me all of a sudden saying, sister, I really am um, going out with a niqab. Um, I just bought one and I'm pretty mm -hmm. Cared and all those uh, lovey-dovey situations like uh, she uh, she she really wants to and uh, when, when she saw me like two years ago when she saw me accepting the niqab she uh, she was really eager to accept it as well but uh, um, she couldn't really and uh, but now finally she uh, she has accepted it alhamdulillah i'm so proud of her and uh, she the text the text was like it that um, she called me. Um, she called me as her motivation with it. Alhamdulillah, I'm I'm so privileged with that that um, she in fact granted it. And Allah Allah has been extremely kind to us. In fact, I will say. So yeah. Alhamdulillah, that's great. And is she? Sorry, is she? And she is even she. 
she is even younger than me she's oh, wow. um around 18 yeah she's around 18 awesome. so, yeah she's younger than me so in bangladesh is it acceptable studying with wearing the niqab and stuff then yeah it is acceptable but not everyone wears it so it's it's not like a norm but yeah. you can't wear it it's free like can't wear it alhamdulillah you know I, I asked that obviously because you know oftentimes you know when we're looking at muslim countries especially um you know the west has this perception that there's so much oppression in muslim countries and muslim women are forced to cover in these kind of things but in contrast mm -hmm. if you look at a country like france now where they're stopping Muslim women from getting education if they choose to cover themselves, if they're wearing the hijab, you know, and then the mm -hmm. is obviously completely banned anyways, but even to take your children yeah, yeah. to school now, they don't want you to even come to the school gates with the hijab on, so kind of to pick up your own children from school. So they've gone to the, you know, extreme, um, you know, and they're preventing women from getting an education, but alhamdulillah, at least in the Muslim countries, a woman she's covered, she can get and her, her she can go and be educated you know she can practice her religion freely and go and get an education as well because i've spoken to other sisters who mashallah they've even been doing their degree in engineering and different different fields while wearing the niqab yeah yes um well this is uh this is a really praiseworthy i will say and you know little did i know wearing the headscarf or niqab would actually help build my confidence a confidence over time rather than diminish it as i have grown older my relationship with my um hijab has changed and today my hijab and more specifically my niqab makes me unapologetic unapologetically submissive you know so being this unapologetic about who I am and having the ability to express it, express is a huge blessing to me, you know. So, and I know I don't take it lightly anymore. I can probably say that I have come a long way without even realizing, alhamdulillah, So uh, this makes me... Um, makes me so emotional sometimes that um how i have come this way with with this uh with this way of purda and i can't wait to see more days with it um i can't wait to see um see, see my future with it so um, yeah and i and i really want one simple nasiha to any muslim struggling with hijab or niqab is to take a day at a time and remember that it is between you and God Almighty. Mm -hmm. And um, he is the all-wise and the all-knowing. And make dua endlessly. Um, in, in my case, dua, dua has worked a lot. And I believe I believe that dua has worked a lot. So he knows what is in our heart and our deepest, darkest secrets, right? So he knows our intentions. May Allah make it easy for all of us, I will say, all of us. Amen, amen, subhanAllah. It's so true what you say, and I think that sometimes we underestimate the power of dua. And, you know, it's, the, yeah, it's yeah. not just when we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for things, but the fact that we're asking him, it shows that we're having that, we're building up that tawakkul in him, having faith and, in, and belief in him, subhanAllah, you know? And this is what is, that's one of the main blessings of dua for me, is just getting into that practice and habit of asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala continuously, because that's what he really wants from us. He wants us to depend on him and rely on him and yeah. be completely submissive to him, you know, so yeah. we, can, we can ask Definitely. for different things, but it's that, you know, bond that we're going to be establishing with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when we keep making dua to him all the time.
that's what's beautiful. I still remember, sister, I still remember that uh, those nights that uh, once um, I, I used to pray um, uh, my five, uh, five daily prayers and then tahajud, then I, 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 my only prayer was surrounded by this niqab. Like, um, I, I used to pray a lot so that Allah, Allah grant me mercy to accept it and then to continue it with ease. And finally, alhamdulillah, I can feel that ease within my heart that no, um, it's within me and it's my identity and I have to accept it howsoever. So, alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah, sister. Alhamdulillah. So, on that note, sister, would you describe the niqab as being a barrier? And if so, in which sense? Niqab. Uh, personally saying, niqab has never been a barrier and um, because... Um, if you're um, in in my case, in my case, niqab has never been a barrier because um, I have been I have been working with that. I have been doing my other work. I have been doing I have been communicating with people with that, and no one seem um, I mean, uh, no one ever judged uh, intentionally or something like that. So I guess it's not a barrier, but it's all in mind. Like it's all in mind that things, yeah. So what kind of jobs have you been doing? Like what, what has been your work experience? So you, you mentioned before that you're passionate about teaching. So is that what you do as a profession at the moment? Are you doing teaching? Or? I'm a student. I'm a student and I teach, um, I teach kids often, like um, kids, um, kids under, uh, under grade five or those. And um, I'm, I'm also, as I said earlier, that I'm also a content writer in a youth organization and so yeah and I yeah this is all about me so um for the for the content writing is that online work or is it something that you do like physically like you go yes it's an online work it's an online work it's an online it makes it easier when you have a lot of um online jobs especially these days I mean that we're living in this information age and technology and everything and most things are online anyway so I think it makes it so easy for Nihabis to even find work especially in countries where maybe um you know people might not be as accepting of wearing the niqab there's the option of looking for work online and doing work online isn't there yes yes definitely yeah alhamdulillah so in in the short time that you've been wearing the niqab have you had any experiences traveling with it even if it's not out of the country but even within bangladesh and what was your experiences uh, well, I would love to share it. Uh, like it was two, uh, two, a week ago when I went to my hometown and there were, uh, that was my first visit to my hometown with Nikab after, after two years. So there were people who, um, uh, who uh, used to see me in uh, only, uh, who used to see me without Nikab and they were, um, they were a bit shocked at first place. But later on, I convinced them that no, it's just uh, it's just my way of further, and I didn't face any difficulties there. So yeah, Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah, that's good. Alhamdulillah. So um, while you was there or in a, any other situation, have you felt, have you met other sisters who are interested in wearing the niqab, but um, you know they're they're scared to wear it. Um, not really. I haven't met anyone like that, but they, they used to praise me a lot. They used to know that how I wear this niqab, uh, to share it, my journey and all that, how it all started as I didn't wear, uh, I didn't used to wear it earlier. Right. 
so they used to be curious that how it all st- how it all started with me so how i began it so they 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 used to be curious about it that's all okay and i used to i used to just gently answer them all all their queer queries that's all so so would you say that um do you feel that there's a difference between how sisters who wear the hijab get treated compared to sisters who wearing the niqab in your country in in your experience do you feel there's any difference in how people treat them um not really i haven't faced any like um like i haven't faced any so i can't relate with that mm-hmm. okay alhamdulillah alhamdulillah so so sister can you talk a little bit more about your uh, education you said you're an english major so what made you want to study english and what is your hopes for yes i want to pursue i'm a first year student so i want to pursue in linguistics mm-hmm. so in future inshallah so yeah i'm hoping forward to it inshallah and how did you get involved in um to in this youth organization and like did you can you talk a little yeah, bit about yeah 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 there is a there is a there is a special uh, story here too like um uh, in my in my online platform online social platform i used to i i'm passionate about writing also i i write poetry mm-hmm. and i do write uh, different kinds of articles but uh, like um, um uh, like reminders and reflections and all these articles so um the founder of that organization went through my writings and, and that time that person knocked me that if i if uh, i want to join them and also and then I, i i thought that it would be a better place to um to improve my skills and so i joined and it was online so it was all better for me and so yeah that's how i so this is all alhamdulillah so with your um poetry and your reminders and these kind of things that you write are they um do you have a, your own website that you um upload them to um yes i have a um uh, there was a writing of mine like um um i wrote a poetry around two or three, three years ago mm-hmm. uh on my mother's special day so um, uh, it was it was dedicated to my mother so i wrote that and uh, it got published also on a platform and uh, and uh, at an online platform a news portal so that time so yeah that was it all right so you don't have your own website at the moment no 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 i don't have in my own website where, so where can we get access to read your online articles oh it's all on facebook so okay. <laughs> i don't have my own website So do you have a Facebook page? And uh, not really Facebook page but my Facebook own account so okay. yeah. Okay, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. <clears throat> but I have my own Instagram page account for yes. her veil. So there I post my um uh, and my I also about uh, taking pictures uh, my I mean photography and stuff. So mm-hmm. I do that and um, yeah. So I'm um, sister um what advice would you give to other sisters who are similar to you they're young they're your age you know sisters who are studying and not married yet and they're thinking about wearing the niqab what advice would you give to them okay uh one simple thing i will say that if you really want to um continue it and if you really planning to do so if you really want to um accept the, this way of further 
then go for it and pray a lot to your Lord. And it it will, Allah Ta'ala will make it easy for you, inshallah. It might be impossible. You might seem, uh, you might uh, feel that it's impossible to wear the niqab or um, in, 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 a, in your society or something like that. But it's not really it's not really like that and it, it doesn't work also like that uh, if you're willing then go for it and as i said pray a lot and do our help so yeah have the talk on your lot that everything will come into its right place one day inshallah 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 so you mentioned as well in the beginning of the interview that you are and um, been trying to learn dean as well so what does that mean yeah. to you like and how have you gone about it because for some other sisters who as well you know similar in age and you know they're trying to learn more about the um the deen in accordance with the quran and the sunnah how are you going about doing that at the moment and how can you what would you encourage other sisters how to go about doing it yeah more specifically i'm trying to observe more on the quran the tafsir of every surah the stories of our prophet and um, i'm trying to read a lot on, on that um on my own and so this is how it works like uh, knowing the quran in a specific manner so as i'm i'm in a i'm from my my background is general so i try a lot uh, in this sense to work on it so and um, finally sister i'll ask you the last question um yeah. what does the niqab mean to you niqab means um peace niqab means tranquility to me and now then when it's i started as i said that i started this in a very young age alhamdulillah and uh, all praise to allah and niqab means just peace to me now and I can't even uh, I can't even think a single day uh, going out without this veil. So it it has become my identity right now. Alhamdulillah. So yeah. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah, sister. Jazakallah khair for joining us today. It's been really pleasure getting to know you and speak to you and hear your experiences in the the Yeah. Jazakallah khair as well uh, because I really enjoy talking to you and talking about my own experiences here with everyone. So, yeah, thank you so much. Alhamdulillah. Jazakallah khair for listening. And till next time, inshallah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.